0: I have good news for you today. Jesus is alive. And I tell you, if you've invited him into your heart, you need to say that. Jesus is alive in me. Because we're not just looking at natural circumstances, we're looking at that supernatural Jesus in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. And we have such a wonderful guest here today, and we've had him before, and I tell you, I would almost have to say he's our number one favorite because we get such great response because he shows you about Jesus. But maybe right now you're feeling a little discouraged and, you know, things are not so cool. Please feel free to call us. You know, we don't counsel, but we love to pray with you. And we pray. In the name of Jesus, Stephen Scott. Hey, Marilyn, (laughs) our favorite. Oh, you are the best. You are the best.
1: Excuse me. Now it's going to be a terrible show. No, it's going to be
0: the best. Oh, thank you. And I love the fact that you have a new book. Yep. And it's a daily devotional, Mm -hmm. and it's called Jesus Speaks. Amen. So we want to hear what he has to say, but not just long-term, mm-hmm. every day. Every day. He can talk to you yep. in a special way. And I know when we had you before, you had this wonderful book, The Greatest Words Ever Spoken. Yep. And you spoke how Jesus' words oh. applied to our lives.
1: Amazing, amazing. He made 21 promises yes. about his words that he didn't make about the rest of the Word of God. And when I tell people that, they say, are you saying his words are more inspired than the rest of the Word of God? And I always say, no, not at all. The whole Word of God, as you know, as our our, our viewers know, right. is inspired and God has a purpose for everything. But the purpose of Jesus' words are very different than the rest of the scripture. Uh, when John says that the law came through Moses, but grace and truth through Jesus Christ, that the word became flesh, that literally God's anointed word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. And we just see uh, when we understand what he said about his words. For example, he said, my words are spirit and they are life. Right. And so often we try to fill that vacuum in our life, that, that hole, that despair, that discouragement uh, with information. And information isn't what we need oftentimes. What we need is His Spirit and His life. Well, the only way that you begin to receive the Spirit and life of Christ into you, according to Christ, not according to Steve Scott, is through His spoken words. And that's what He was telling His disciples so that that there's a tremendous gift as we meditate on the words of Christ. And I didn't know this, Marilyn. I, I became a Christian uh, 52 years ago. And I was... Just about to turn 16, I had been an atheist and- uh, Wow, oh yeah, no, and jump. I wanted to believe in God, but nobody could answer my questions about God. And my sister took me to a Campus Crusade for Christ meeting. And uh, the speaker that night was a guy who had been an atheist all of his life, brilliant chemical engineer. And afterwards I said, Mr. Byers, I'd like to believe in God, but nobody can answer my questions. And he said, that's because you're asking the wrong questions. I said, you don't even know which ones they are. He says, yeah, but you're asking about God. God's infinite. You're finite. He said, a flea is finite. You're closer to a flea than you are to God. Uh, It's easier for a flea to understand the human brain and human behavior than it is for you to understand the infinity of God. And I said, so I guess I'm out of luck. And he said, no, because for 34 years, Jesus Christ walked the earth and he claimed to be God's son. And either he was lying or he was telling the truth. If he's telling the truth, God exists because he said he did. But all you have to decide is Jesus, who he claimed that he was. Was he that or was he a fraud? And I said, how am I supposed to do that? And he ran out to his car and he brought me Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. Oh, I know this. And I started reading it Mm -hmm. on that Sunday night. And on Wednesday, night, I found myself on my knees, fully persuaded 100% that Jesus was who he claimed to be. And all of life changed from that moment on.
0: That is so awesome. So, and you share what Jesus is saying here, right?
1: In greatest words. What happened with greatest words, in greatest words, without greatest words, Jesus speaks could have never come about. Yeah, and I'll tell you yeah. why. I, uh, <coughs> I studied the scripture pretty diligently from the time I became a Christian up through, for the next 40 years. And um, one day I was reading Sermon on the Mount again, and I came upon that passage that I had always hated. Now, you're not supposed to hate the letters in red, but I did hate this, because every time I read it, it jerked the rug of assurance right out from under my feet. And it starts out in Matthew seven twenty one. He says, um, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven But he who does the will of my Father in heaven will enter. For many will say unto me that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not do many miraculous works in your name? And he says, and I will declare unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. And he didn't debate that these people had done these amazing things in his name. They had. But they didn't know Christ. They didn't know Him intimately. They knew all about Him. But they had never come into a union with Him, and it was evidenced by their lives. He says, depart from me, you who practice what? Lawlessness.
0: Let me hold on a minute. You bet. Now listen. Listen to me. Some of you out there, what you really need is a transformation. Amen. You know, we try to do all these things, reform, but... Jesus brings a transformation. And if that applies to you, we don't condemn you. We don't counsel you. But call in for prayer and just say, I need a transformation. Amen. And of course, when you call in, you should get the greatest words ever spoken. And you're going to tell us about the red letter. Things and how important that is. But today is so special. And we have Stephen back with us. So we just thought double portion. Get both, get the Jesus speaks. Get something where Jesus talks to you every day. You can't afford not to get these. And I would say this to you. You know, we buy people candy, we make them fat. We buy flowers, they wilt. You get them God's word, you can transform their life. So don't just get one set, get two or three. Be a blessing to others.
1: Yes. David. So what I'd, what happened this one day I'm reading it and I don't stop at verse 23, which I'd always stop because 24 starts a new paragraph. And I kept reading and he says, therefore, so the whole reason he gives this terrifying glimpse of the judgment of professing believers is what follows. He says, therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and does them, I'll liken him to the wise man who built his house on the rock compared to these other people and the rains came, the the, uh, the rains fell, the floods came, the winds blew and beat against the house, but the house stood firm for it was built on the rock. And I realized for the first time, the rock in this story is hearing and doing what Jesus said. And I go, my goodness, I've never seen that before. And the very next statement he makes is, and anyone who uh, hears my words and doesn't do them, I'll liken him to the foolish man who built his house on the sand. So we have two foundations, rock, hearing what Jesus said and doing it, sand, hearing what he said and not doing it. And I said, well, Lord, what you're telling me, my assurance comes from building my life on the rock of hearing and doing what you said. And he said, that's right. And I said, but Lord, you said so many things about so many things, I don't know where to start. And that's when he said, organize my words into topics. And I thought, wow, that would be so cool Because then anytime I'm confronted with anything, uh, a trial, an opportunity, uh, discouragement, something somebody else is going through, a new teaching, I I could turn to that subject and have everything Jesus said right in front of me. And I could begin to see all of life, all of life, everything through the lens of Jesus' words. So I took two years, it took two years, but I organized them. So you had every subject and that's what, what greatest words yes. is. And the first use of the book, Marilyn came, uh, the book hadn't been printed yet, but, uh, but Waterbrook had made up, um, four copies for me because I was going on a TV show and the TV show was going to air when the book came out. And, um, so I had them and I found out my son had been diagnosed with cancer and he was coming home, uh, for emergency surgery, he was 20 years old, a massive tumor, and I was weeping on the hotel bed, and the Lord said, open up your book. So I opened it up to that subject matter, anxiety, worry, and fear. And the very first statement, it is I. Don't be afraid. The next statement, do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe, trust also in me. Another one, peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. Stop doubting and believe. Blessed are those who mourn, and I was weeping on my bed, for they will be comforted. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. Oh, you have little faith, why are you so afraid? Do not worry about tomorrow. You have little faith, don't be afraid. Come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Verse after verse, statement after statement of Christ, and I had peace, and that night I went to a meeting, and uh, I was speaking to a group from a church that I had preached at on Saturday and Sunday, and I'd only known the pastor for three days.
0: You're going to have to hold here for a moment, because I've just got to get people... on this. i just got to. So let me interrupt. And I know you're coming back. You can
1: interrupt me anytime. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thank you.
0: And so I just have to interrupt and say to you, some of you are fearful and you're so upset. You're like you're having a nervous breakdown. Mm. And the word can, is spirit and life. It can bring new life in you. So please call in. And of course, you can leave your prayer requests. We love that. We love to pray for you. But folks, I wouldn't, Just call in for prayer, which is mighty. But I would call in and say, I've got to have those two books.
1: And that's the new red letter edition. Yes. So the 1900 statements are all in red in here.
0: We'll be right back. You can't afford to miss the rest.
2: When Jesus walked this earth, he gave his followers more than 100 life-changing promises. He also gave more than 100 teachings for living in line with God's priorities, commands that lift us up rather than weigh us down. Best-selling author Stephen Scott has compiled these promises in his latest book, Jesus Speaks. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you this 365-day devotional, which invites you to let Jesus speak directly into your life. Each reading begins with a red-lettered statement of Jesus directly from Scripture. Followed by a powerful reflection on how he wants us to apply his truths to our daily lives. We will also send you his book, The Greatest Words Ever Spoken. In this special red letter edition, all the statements of Jesus have been brought together under more than 200 practical, easy to find topics. And Marilyn and Sarah especially want you to have their life-changing booklet, Speak the Word. This simple, concise book will help you activate the spiritual force of speaking God's word over every situation of your life. Call or click to get this life-changing resource.
3: Do you struggle with your identity? Do you desire to know God's purpose for your life? Now available, Marilyn's new book, Rebuild, Restoring Your God-Given Identity. Based on the book of Nehemiah and the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem, Marilyn shows you how the 12 gates of Jerusalem's wall represent different areas of your identity and when these gates should be open and closed. Rebuild, Restoring Your God-Given Identity also looks at the lives of Joshua, Gideon, David, Hannah, Samuel, Elijah, and many more. God has given you the potential for a unique and healthy identity. He created you to live out His kingdom purpose for your life with boldness and confidence. Discover the principles of restoring the wall of your identity through the help of our Savior. Find success by allowing Him to rebuild the broken places in your life. Get your copy today.
0: Oh, you're going to be so excited because Stephen is going to finish about his son and that will encourage you for a miracle, but I'm telling you, you've got to tell us why the red letter after you finish about your son,
1: please. So, uh, Mm -hmm. I went to this meeting uh, and I'm devastated and I, I give my normal talk, it was a business meeting. And after I talked, I said, I know you're all believers. And tonight I received terrible news. My son has major cancer, a massive tumor they found. He's coming home from South America. He's only 20 years old. And if you could pray for Devin, that God would work a miracle in his body. Well, the pastor comes out. He says, we're not going to wait. We're going to pray right now. And uh, he called up six of his leaders. They laid hands on me and And uh, this was his prayer. He said, Father, we know you're the great physician and nothing is too hard for you. And right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I'm asking that you would vaporize Devin's tumor. Just make it disappear. And when the doctors open him up, let him tell our brother, I'm confused. I couldn't find the cancer. I don't understand this. I've never seen anything like this. And then we will know you're the one that performed the miracle and you alone will receive the glory. And when he finished praying, he said, I just want you to know God answered my prayer. Devin is fine. You have nothing to worry about. And I did not believe him. I I was very grateful, but I had zero faith, zero, not zero plus one trillion, (laughs) that God had healed my son. Well, a week later, he's at the University of Utah. Uh, He's on the operating table for two hours. When the phone rings in the waiting room, they say, well, Devin's parents, please come to the desk. So we went, and I hadn't told my wife about this prayer because I didn't believe it, and I didn't, obviously, I wouldn't get her hopes up, and... um, they said, Dr. Hamilton's still in surgery, but wants to talk to you. And uh, he asked a question, she answered it. And then I heard her say, you're confused? And then she, and she starts crying and hangs up. And I said, don't even tell me. He said, I'm confused. Yes, he said, I'm confused. He said, he couldn't find the cancer. Yes, he said, I couldn't find the cancer. Uh, He said, I don't understand this. He said, yes, I don't understand this. I don't understand this. And he said, I've never seen anything like this. She goes, no, he didn't say that. And I said, Shannon, one week ago today, pastor prayed that the tumor would be vaporized, that the doctor would say four things. He's just said three out of four in order verbatim. She said, tell my parents. So I told the parents, he comes out an hour later in his scrub, sits down across from us, looks at us, first words out of his mouth. I have never seen anything like this. All four phrases. My son had been healed. And um, so Anyway, the point that I was making, before all that happened, the Lord had spoken to me uh, through His words. He had told me to believe, stop doubting. Uh, He had told me all these different things and and out of that came the meeting and then came
0: the miracle. And what talk to us about these words Okay, because you have Jesus' words in red. Why? Why do you do that? Well,
1: this is the new red letter edition and once again, it's taken the 1900 statements of Christ and organized yeah. them into 225 subjects. So anything you want to know about any subject wow. that Jesus spoke on, you can see you everything it. he said. And that's like bringing the pieces of a crossword puzzle or a, a, not a crossword, a jigsaw puzzle together. Yeah. So you see a full picture of the mind and heart of Christ. And um, so the reason the red letters are important is that the conscious area of our brain processes 2,000 transactions a second. The limbic area, which is where our heart is, and, and it's where our soul resides, mm-hmm. it's, it's the subconscious area, processes 400 billion transactions a second. And anybody that's grown up with a red-lettered Bible, that part of their brain has been conditioned to revere and hold those red-lettered statements in a special oh. place. So they really go oh. right down to our hearts.
2: So that's Hold why we're. Hold want... on a
0: minute. Did you get that? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know all this, did you? That really encourages me. I need to read my Bible and read. Hey, you need to call in with your prayer requests okay. and know what the red word says. Right.
1: Now, out of this has come the new book, and and here's the thing: Christ made 21 promises that are exclusively made, exclusively to those who would abide in his words and begin to hear and do what he said. For example, he said, if you abide in my word, and he said this to brand new baby believers, they'd been believers in Christ for only minutes. So this applies to an eight-year-old. It applies to an 80-year-old. It applies to someone who's just become a Christian. It be- applies to someone who's been a Christian their whole life. Uh, he said that anyone can become his disciple if they will abide in his word. They'll be his true disciple. They'll know the truth and the truth will set them free. And of course, that word Noah is the word for intimacy. So you'll come into intimacy with the one who said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Well, I've discovered in the last 10 years, most people, even pastors and Christian leaders, know very little of what Jesus said. We've lost the practice of abiding in the words of Christ. He said, if you, um, he, said he who uh, has my commands... He's speaking of his commands. He's telling this to his disciples at the Last Supper. Anyone who has my commands and keeps them, he it is who loves me. And he who loves me, my father will love and I too will love. And I will reveal myself, my heart, my mind to that person. Judas, not Iscariot said unto him, Lord, are you going to reveal yourself just to us or to the world? He said, anyone who has my teachings Mm. and obeys them, my father will love and we will come to Him and make our home our abode with Him. Well, now I find out almost nobody abides in the words of Christ. Uh, Pastors are shocked when I say, did you know that if you look up commands of Christ in here, you'll find 153 commands of Christ. And His commands are not like the law that weigh us down. His commands lift us up. They literally reveal His will for any given moment in our life, and they empower us with grace to do His will. And when I tell that to pastors, they're they're in shock. What do you mean 150? (laughs) I said, well, that's the ones I've counted. There's probably 10 or 11 I've missed. But the key to intimacy, Christ promises this incredible intimacy with anyone who will hear his commands and teachings and begin to do them. And the world today, most Christians I meet don't know that. And so they're missing out on these incredible promises. Listen to this one. He said, if you, abide in, if, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask anything you wish and it'll be done unto you for the Father's glorified that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be bear, be my disciples. But so what was the key? Abiding in him and letting his spoken words abide in your heart. So when you begin to put his words into your mind, They very quickly go into that limbic area, your heart, and that's where the transformation takes place. So this is meant to be an easy gateway. It's a three minute read each day, but every day starts with a red lettered statement. Then it's written in the voice of Christ. And this is an author opinion. This is all based on the teachings of Christ on that day's topic. Then it ends with a red lettered verse. And then at the bottom, there's a reference to greatest words where they can see everything Jesus said on that day's topic. So the people that between these two, my, my eight-year-old granddaughter is reading this every day and, you know, Grandpa, did you know Jesus said? And it's so easy and it's just a three-minute read, but it gets us into the habit. It's an easy gateway to get into the habit of abiding in the words of Jesus Christ.
0: Imagine. Just three minutes. How could you afford? How could you not afford to get both of these? I mean, they are key to your life. And so you say, well, how do you know? Because I've been doing this. And, you know, here I am. I'm 84 and a half. And you're going to tell me it doesn't work? Honey, it's too late. I started at 16. He and did. I'm telling you, his word transforms my life. It'll do yours. And have you called in? And have you asked for prayer? Because we love to pray with you. But have you called in and gotten these? I mean, folks, we can hear it. Sounds good. But do you want your house on a rock or you Amen. want your house on the sand? Amen. I want my house on the rock. I want my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren of Jesus there is. I want them on the rock. And I think that's true for all of you. And I want to just say this. To my wonderful, our wonderful partners, Sarah, and I I love you and appreciate you. But I'm telling you, partners, you need to get these books. You need to call in and get them because we need a miraculous life. Every day I get up, I say, wow, I know this day. This is my miracle day. And so how can I say that? Because I can read what Jesus says. He didn't just come to give me an ordinary life. I don't live an ordinary life. He came to give you and me abundant life. Abundant life. And so you must have them get two or three sets, be a blessing to others.
2: When Jesus walked this earth, he gave his followers more than 100 life-changing promises. He also gave more than 100 teachings for living in line with God's priorities, commands that lift us up rather than weigh us down. Best-selling author Stephen Scott has compiled these promises in his latest book, Jesus Speaks. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you this 365-day devotional, which invites you to let Jesus speak directly into your life. Each reading begins with a red-lettered statement of Jesus directly from Scripture. Followed by a powerful reflection On how he wants us to apply his truths To our daily lives We will also send you his book The Greatest Words Ever Spoken In this special red letter edition All the statements of Jesus Have been brought together Under more than 200 practical Easy to find topics And Marilyn and Sarah Especially want you to have Their life changing booklet Speak the word This simple concise book Will help you activate The spiritual force Of speaking God's word Over every situation of your life Call or click to get This life changing resource
3: and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the word and to connect everyone with the heart of God. You know, God loves you so
0: much, and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they love you. And so really what you've been hearing is a love message. Sarah and I love you, and we appreciate, you know, your partners more than you can ever ever imagine. But I'm going to ask Stephen Scott just to pray for us all at this time. Would Mm -hmm. you do that? Sure.
1: And I know a lot of you are discouraged. You might be heavy laden with with, uh, failures, sin. Uh, You may be discouraged about where you are right now. You may have tremendous fears. Let me just tell you, Jesus has the answer to everything you want. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you for the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for his words that answer every question, solve every problem. I pray for our viewers, Father, that you would take your words and drive them into their hearts and minds, that you would deliver them, set them free from anything that causes them fear or worry. Help them to see that their home is in heaven. And this is just a temporary dwelling place for a temporary time. Father, we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much for being with us. And, you know, maybe you're watching, you say, I don't know if I have Jesus in my heart. See, I knew about him, but I didn't know you could have him. And I remember the first time I heard the message that you could repent of your sins, invite Jesus to come into your heart, believe that he died for your sins and rose from the dead, and I did it. Oh my goodness, I was 16, 84 and a half now. Still working, honey, still working. If you need to recommit your life, call us. If you've never done it, what can it hurt? It can only be a blessing. And may this day truly be the very best day of your life.